0: If you're listening, whoa wow. Ticked into the wall by Wallen. Oh
1: my god, no! Wallace jumped dead center Oh no, they gotta save Wallace. It was a clean hit It was a clean hit It was a clean hit
2: Oh hey. Welcome to episode twelve. It's twelve, son. We got a special guest today. Uh whoop, whoop Head Scout of the Peninsula Panthers Junior Hockey Club, Jordan Hensel. Thanks for having me, fellas. Oh thanks for coming on. So uh I'll give <laughs> us a little brief rundown of yourself,
1: what you're all about and uh what makes you so special. What
0: makes me so special? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Uh um, <laughs> I, uh, I took a course uh, based out of Boston called uh, sports management worldwide and uh, it kind of just it's called a uh, sports management and uh, hockey operations and I kind of just learned about the ins and outs and like all the, uh, the capology all the business side but like the exciting part was the, uh, the scouting and learning what to look for and uh, to graduate from the program I had to interview someone that worked in hockey so I just went simple and chose Pete Zaberski from uh, pinso Panthers and then uh, when I was talking to Pete, Pete kind of liked uh, what I had to bring to the table and asked me what I could bring. And I, uh, when I was on with him, I said that like, what I've learned, like what my uh, experiences have helped me with, I uh, think I could bring in a few players and Pete liked that. So now I'm working with Pete to try and uh, build a good team. So being tw- being 20 years old, like just starting out, like, you got nowhere
1: to go but up. Like, it's pretty young to get started in something like scouting and business operations, would it not be?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I, I know there's uh, you have to earn respect and pay your dues, and I know like being a twenty year old guy I'm as old as some of the guys on the team, but I mean, I plan on earning that respect, and the way you earn respect is by getting results. Sometimes so. you just got to hit those kids, get them back in line, you <laughs> yeah. know, a, a
1: little spanking never hurt anyone. So uh, we were supposed to have uh, Jackson Scarrett on the podcast too.
2: He's a no show.
1: Uh, we we waited 45 minutes for you, Jackson, and uh, you didn't show up, but uh, I don't know, maybe, 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 maybe he comes up.
0: Maybe a special uh, appearance. I, I don't know. I, I just don't he's, just, it. he's been on a fishing boat all summer. He's got a beak test today, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's probably puking. Just for happy if he survives.
2: working that gut, working yeah. that flow, doing what he does. Yeah, him and Meeker definitely need some time on the bike, for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jack, yep. of, Jack has still got the, uh, the August hands.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah and... Uh, I don't think he's got a haircut in over a year now. Does that sound about right? I don't know. I don't know what he uses condition, but it looks great. <laughs> he said he's going to shave it. Is he? Yeah. That is going to look... His head is going to be so pale, it's going to look like North Pole.
2: He said he was going to shave it for uh, cancer or something like that in December.
1: Santa Claus dome. So, uh, Jordan, we are looking for a, bro- a sponsorship for the, the broadcast. Not the podcast. You should visit itcom and our link in the description. Buy some, buy some stuff. Do it.
2: Do it. Do it now! (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, things got a little weird. We got asked to find a sponsor, then we got told not to really approach any businesses. But, you know, whatever works. And uh, we're looking to come back for another year of... Honest I'm, Junior B broadcasting.
1: I'm still saying uh, the Sydney tobacconist. <laughs> 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 or the liquor store. The Dickens. Can you imagine getting sponsored by the Dickens? Some good people there. Jordan Brown's mom works at the Dickens now. Good, so. good people, Jordan yeah. Brown's mom. So we went to uh went to a preseason game yesterday. Yeah. Like a tryout game. I don't know. What was, is it a preseason game?
0: Was yeah, that uh, okay, yeah, okay? So the rookies are playing, the uh, vets were practicing on the other ice. S- yes. Yeah. Yeah. A few spots open and a couple of kids battling for them. No,
1: there's seventeen returnees to the Panthers this year, isn't there?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. I think the Cougars had seven returnees. Yeah. A lot of people aged out and a lot of people moved on. I know some people went to the B C, some people went to the SJ. Yeah.
2: Um West Shore also has seventeen returning players.
1: Just gonna so. Be, so it's a new look for the VI. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the uh the Cougars dominance that's been there in the past. But, yeah, know. Uh, I guess we'll see what happens. Oh, God say, oh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> uh, didler's taking over my color commentary spot after the sixth. Yeah, but I'll, I'll still be around.
2: Yeah. I promise. Maybe maybe once a month Eric will return to
1: the airwaves. Oh well I'll also be on in intermissions. We have uh we discovered we have a phone cord for the mixer. Yeah. So, so. I'll be there uh we'll you know, giving my nice insights. Hopefully if the uh video system works, hundred yeah. percent I'll be doing some nice uh I'll be like Coach's corner. Except yeah. A dusty wash up referee's corner with Eric <laughs> Christensen.
2: <laughs> See that bum in the corner? No, nah, Eric, you're, you're you're losing it again. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know what the VI is going to be like this year. Like, it's a whole new look.
2: It's pretty open. We got a
1: whole new referees. Yeah, I don't. My boy Jake Podan, who listens to the podcast, he'll be there. Yeah, he's good. He gets the job done.
2: We got Toasty Seb out there.
1: To, isn't Toasty Seb making a push for Junior A?
2: Well, I think he's going to be refereeing some Junior B. Ooh, and doing some linesman work. Oh, i I love to see a. that. The yeah, best,
0: best of both
1: worlds. Yeah, I hate how that he like the the old uh, junior v bosses made him cut off that flow that one year. Yeah, like in Major Midget, that was some great. He got respect for that flow.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hope his mustache makes a return in November.
1: Well, yeah, that's uh, when I was working with uh, the above minor program. They said that dirty mustaches were allowed in the month of November.
2: Mo officials?
1: Oh yeah, the mo officials are at it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. We had a fan come up to us at the table yesterday. Yeah. It felt pretty nice. Well, like you knew the
2: kid. Yeah, he was Montana, right? But I didn't know him. Shouts out to Montana. He's good good kid. It's Nice to meet you.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, he's says he uh, he's, wakes his parents up with laugh. I didn't think we were that funny, no. but you know what? Th- thanks, I guess. Yeah.
2: Maybe his parents hate Get him. Get back to sleep, you damn kids! <laughs> <laughs> it's three in the morning. What the fuck are you laughing at, Montana? <laughs> He's just downstairs. He's got his laptop plugged into the surround sound. And he's just blasting. Quick, it off! <laughs> yeah, no, we're at
1: 14A now. Oh, no. Sean kicks down the door. Stop being a f- Hey, God! We're gonna have to bleep that one out. <laughs> Speaking of uh, people who don't like gay people, <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> oh my
0: God
2: speaking <laughs> 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 to right? people who don't like gay people Datsuk <laughs> what, what, what did you say
1: he said uh, when he got interviewed
0: or asked by an uh, interviewer about yeah what? the whole uh, kerfuffle about the uh, anti-gay laws in, the, in Sochi um, apparently the uh, the Russians don't want to are not welcoming homosexual or lesbian athletes and uh, they kind of they asked uh, Pavel Datsuk his stance and Datsuk just kept it simple and just said, uh, I'm an orthodox Russian, and I'm going to leave it at that. So basically saying he uh, has his own firm beliefs, and he's uh, against the uh, the gay community. And this, Did
2: you see those two Russian female gymnasts have a little smooch on the gold medal podium in yeah. like a World Cup event like a couple weeks seen, ago?
0: i them make a statement like that. It's pretty bold,
2: but.
1: I, I read in the news somewhere, though, that it was just, like, a customary, like, you know how Europeans just kiss each other? Yeah. I, I read somewhere it was that. Maybe that's, maybe there's, maybe, conspiracy alert with Harry Christensen. <laughs> 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 they were doing it to make a statement, and then they got in some shit, so they backtracked hard.
0: Yeah. But, you know. I think the whole rule's stupid. I mean, it's the best, a- best athletes in the world. should be regardless of sexual sexual orientation. You know, if It mean, was... Like- that's, like, on par with racism, I mean. It's not my thing, but, you know, it's
1: whatever Whatever floats your boat. That should be the motto for everyone. Whatever floats your boat.
2: Who's the Asian guy from Star Trek? Oh, I don't George know. Takei. George Takai. George There we go. <laughs> he was he was making this whole thing, and he made this, uh, the petition. this whole petition thing right. to bring the Olympics back to Vancouver. Because he was like, Russia can f*** right off with their anti-gay laws. NC17.
1: Now yeah. <laughs> we're going downhill. <laughs> you are not used to this keeping it PG crap. Yeah, I know. Well, what kind of? We're just gonna have to get a bleeper remix. Oh yeah, we haven't pulled that one out in a while. And, uh, yeah. Well, uh Vancouver. Vancouver had like a whole
0: LGBT tent set up and whatnot.
2: Yeah. Unless like, the
0: Olympics are about it, you gotta accept everyone. I, mean, I went there for the Olympics, and as sweet as everyone is a community, and it was a everyone was just so happy to be there. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. it was like I didn't actually,
1: I didn't end up going because I think I was like sixteen, and the rents were like, yeah, you want to go to Vancouver by yourself? So? You went, right? I went, yeah. And, uh, but like what my friends are saying who went is that like everyone was high fiving in the streets. Like, yeah. an old friend of mine who I used to swim with said he never got so many pirate high fives yeah. than at the Vancouver Olympics. And that pretty much sums it up. I think Russia's just like I I don't. Maybe this isn't true because I've never been to Russia.
2: It just seems like. Your country's questionable.
1: It just seems like everyone's mad. kind of mean and mad all the time.
2: Lighten up. You've Yeah, crazy kids. You've seen the climate, though? Yeah. People that live in, like, northwest territories aren't all happy about everything. Like, God damn it, winter again for another 11 and a half. But at months. least they're not at, like, you know... They're happy, for, they're happy for their two weeks of summer. Yeah. And it's right back to the Oh, cold. they make do in the cold, you know? They got some nice ski news. There's dues parts sh- of that country that don't see the sun for months. Yeah, but
1: same with like Canada when you go way, way up north. I forget, there's like the most northern settlement.
2: Yeah. Is
1: in Canada.
2: Canada. Canada. Have you ever seen like those videos of like, cause there's two parts. There's like when the sun doesn't come up at all, mm-hmm. and there's parts where the sun never sets. You ever seen those? It's like the sun goes up and then it comes down, but it doesn't quite make it, and it goes right back up again for like days on end. I wonder if like
1: seasonal affective disorder is a big thing. Oh, there.
0: I bet. Oh, probably.
1: People just don't see the sun. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's I where. Vamp- when it rains. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> that's where. That's where vampires live. So uh, on the radio, we got Insane in the Membrane on now. We uh, we ditched the CDs.
2: No more Pinkerton. We
1: ran out. My record player stopped working again, again. <laughs> but we can't listen until. A two until the quiet comes yeah. again. Get the
0: record player from Source as well.
1: Uh, no, Father <laughs> Father Christensen gave that to me, so it works most of the time, and it's from 1980. If I got it from the Source, it yeah, wouldn't even
2: talking. work at all. Yeah. We hate you, the Source. So, I went there yesterday. Screw you, the Source. What did I buy? Just like a little like power cable thing. And it was like eight bucks. And I was like, Are "You kidding me, Source?"
1: The guys, every time I go into the uh, the Sydney source, I look for, like, a cord or something, and then they try and sell me an RC helicopter. Oh, yeah. like, I don't want an RC helicopter.
2: I actually do, but I can't afford an RC yeah, exactly. helicopter. You're just buying, like, a little headphone jack thing, and the like, guy's like, you know what would be fun right now? <laughs> this TV. Like, no, I don't think so. Hey, sport,
1: you look like you're all about a good time. How about you buy this RC car? It yeah. goes, like, 20 kilometers an hour.
2: It breaks hang. 10 minutes. They're trying to show you how it works, and the thing breaks. Explodes. Yeah. Source burns down. Everyone celebrates.
1: Yeah. Parade in Sydney.
2: Hooray! The source is gone!
1: What if the source sues us for slander?
2: What if the source becomes our sponsor? <laughs> Wouldn't hate it. <laughs> Maybe we get free RC helicopters.
0: <laughs> can't, can't beat them, this them. That'd be a yeah.
2: New, that'd be a new intermission thing. Is the kids get to fly RC helicopters around the rink? The best intermission thing I've seen
1: so far is when, in the playoffs. Panthers are losing five nothing. The chicken. Yeah, the white spot promo. Chicken's out on the ice.
2: Kids are playing with hockey sticks. I want to meet whoever was in that chicken costume that night.
1: They're probably ha- bitch. They were drunk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just a two six deep. So I going mean, him, give him a hug. I need a hug.
2: Bud, you smell like liquor.
1: <laughs> Takes off a suit. It's Randy.
2: <laughs> it's Ben Schwelm. Ben.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I had a, um, I had a little party at my at my place. You know, little since I am leaving on the on the tenth uh, of September for a little little journey into September. Little September. Little September. You know who you are. <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, it was it was a nice, classy event at my house. Everyone suited up. If you didn't, there was only like ten people who didn't suit up. But I, ch- I definitely charged them if they didn't. You charge. definitely
2: got some money, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I made uh, fifteen dollars on the night okay. and free beers all around. So, where was I going with this? Bench Short-term memory loss. Um, bench. I got a few. A select group of people at my house over at 6 for a nice little, you know, like, pizza sesh. Just like the old days, a PCP party, pop, chips, and, well, no parents, I guess. Yeah. Not angel dust, I promise. <laughs> and
2: uh, Ben was just drunk. Well, he starts drinking at 6, and he keeps it going, Jeez. and then he starts to peak at around... I don't 2. Know, 2 in the morning? 2. That's when he hits his peak. Eric goes to bed at around 2, 2.30. Couldn't handle it anymore. Eric was like, you got to get these people out of my house. And I'm just booting people left, right, and center. Walk up to a kid, and I'm like, what time is it? He's like, 1.25. And I was like, cool, we better not see you by 1.30, and then just walk away. Kid disappears. <laughs> hey, what's your name? Oh, yeah? You getting out of here soon, or what? <laughs> <laughs> we were pretty ruthless. But Ben Schwemmler doesn't leave.
1: Ben Swimmer is welcome to stay at my house. The hours
2: he's keep, a good he's a good kid. The hours keep Christians in hospitality yeah, at its Yeah, yeah. Three a.m. still drinking. Four a.m. still drinking. This is when he's hitting his peak. Because people are passing out and leaving. Ben Schwammer was like a mountain that night. And there's leftover down peak down. And there's leftover liquor all over the house. So of course he's finishing it off. There wasn't any leftover liquor in my house the next morning. Just Ben drank it all. Yeah. So then we go on a little mission to Timmy's at 5 a.m.
1: Ben's begging me to stay at the house too because he just wants to have a
2: nap. Yeah, Ben, you can't stay no, at my house. No, this is still the night before. This is R- oh, first, okay, this is our first right. mission. Okay. And Schwemler comes in and he's just banned. People like this is like when you go in there at like 4 a.m. Sometimes people are like, "Oh, they're getting up really early for work." But like if you're in there at 5:30, that's not that early.
1: No, that's like people are starting work at six and yeah. getting some brekkie.
2: Yeah. And Ben Schwemmler can't throw in chairs around inside. We got to watch the language, Jordan. <laughs> 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 so Ben's throwing chairs. We finally make our way back. End of the story. Ben doesn't stop drinking until 4 p.m. the next day. It's a test
1: of strength and endurance. If drinking was a marathon, I, he had the best quota that night. Came up to you and, Jordan, you know those drug-sniffing dogs at the airport? <laughs> I'm like one of those, except if it has a percentage, I can smell it out. <laughs> Drank vinegar. Yeah, it took two to make it true, he said. Well, yeah, I guess we should get uh, get back to the old spooting Spooks. Spooks. So uh, our friend of the show, Wade Johnson, tried out for Clippers and uh, got the snip because he's a little too old for the player they were looking for. Fair enough, I guess, yeah. right? But uh, apparently, the SJ is uh, back in fashion. Yeah. So, uh, damn, well, Meltfort, Meltfort Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan.
2: They might card him. So, I good, don't know good why, for him. I don't know why SJ is finally picking up, but everyone seems to be making their trips out to Saskatchewan these days. Well, the BC has always,
1: in my opinion, always been the prestigious junior A league. I don't know what the.
0: biggest. BCHL has been the biggest producer of uh, NCAA scholarships. So. Like, if you want to get your
1: foot in the door for Junior A, and you're not quite at BC, I think AJ and SJ are both two good options. You guys remember a few years ago in the uh, the Manitoba Junior Hockey League, the big, uh, like, rookie hazing scandal?
2: Oh, yeah. They made
1: that kid tie, like like, a set of water bottles to his nutsack and, like, walk across the room and, like... 17 oh. players got suspended or something like that. All coaches that. got suspended. Like, three rookies quit hockey. <laughs> Forever. Jeez. So, you know, go as far as the SJ, but as soon as you hit Manitoba, you should probably just turn right around. Just yeah. just
2: stay out of Manitoba in general. There's not really anything out there.
1: When I went to Winnipeg for swimming nationals one year, I, I disgusting. Today. I counted eight hills and all of them were man-made. I couldn't deal with it. I was so happy to get out of there.
2: Winnipeg's pretty frightening. You yeah, find in the wrong neighborhood.
1: We were driving around downtown, and some guy ran up to our car with a skateboard and started hitting the team van with the skateboard. We didn't even do anything. We're driving along, and a car like it goes uh, through a uh, like a crosswalk while there's a guy waiting. No big deal. Wait a couple seconds for the next car to stop. Guy throws a goddamn rental DVD at the car <laughs> that went through the, uh like, only in Winnipeg. Yeah. Was it a good DVD, though? Uh I think it was uh Titanic. Oh, it's a great flick. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, that's a real, some good watching. i real mad to throw that one away. Yeah. I don't know. It was in its case still, so, you know. It's Vin Diesel's The Pacifier. You're not going back for that one. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, what a good movie, uh, our boy Vin. So, uh, I guess uh, making our way back east, we're, we're going. This podcast is going on a road trip. Yeah, I guess we'll make it to football now. Anthony Calvillo's dome. I don't know.
2: I think he's done. He hasn't. He can't even go to the like stadium anymore. It's too loud for him. Like he can't focus. He can barely watch the game on TV. Um, with like the Panthers, do they have a concussion protocol? They must have a concussion
1: protocol. Yeah, it's like every
0: sport, really. I mean, still. I mean, there are. It is competitive and it is a business. But at the end of the day, it's kids like playing because they love hockey and. Where's I mean, the
2: quiet can't. room located in Panorama Recreation Center? I think there's an official
0: <laughs> quiet room, but I don't
2: know. It's. When I played, like,
1: a, you know, packed stands of Midget A, but, like, when there yeah. was, like, large amount of people there on the rare occasion, like, in the dressing rooms, like... It's we, quiet in there. It's sort of quiet in there, especially if there's no music going anywhere. Yeah. Like, you can obviously hear the arena still, but, like, I, I think if it's that bad, you'd, You're you'd be
0: going went, to the hospital. Yeah. And, like, you gotta make sure every precaution's taken. Mm-hmm. No point in just wasting away your youth with brain injuries. Oh yeah, that. like hockey's
1: great and everything, but I mean, as soon as your as soon as your dome's done, same with football too. Like you, that NFL just got those yeah. settlements going 100k per player who got like
2: it was like looked over concussions or whatever 160 million dollars. Yeah, like and they wanted like 1.3 bill. Wow, you got to think 100k yeah. per player because of the like the concussions and the, because they just brought in like headshot protocols maybe two years ago? Yeah. Well, especially
1: with uh, I'm Beacon America, again, this happens once a podcast. Love you, America, but sometimes, like, with the health system down there, like, there's got to be insurance providers who don't oh, want to yeah. cover people. For yeah. That. And, like, 100K over... We gotta think if they if they even make it thirty years past if they make it to seventy years old, hundred k is not going to cover the cat scans and all that crap they have to go through plus
2: lawyers' fees and all that too. Not even getting the whole hundred.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I guess it's. I wonder if you'll see something like
2: that in the NHL.
1: Uh, There's. I was reading the post, and uh, apparently, like it's it's probably not gonna happen yeah you think it would with like people getting lou Gehrig's disease uh
2: well you hear about people going to, like depression what's his name what's his
1: name uh that fighter who used to play for the red wings probert probert yeah like yeah. he died of a stroke because of like brain yeah. illness uh we talked about uh bugard Bugar getting like a into like Rick getting really addicted to things just because he was depressed from his brain injuries and he would black out on it like every single night from playing when he'd fight people, and that's yeah. why he wasn't getting as good as fighting anymore because he would just black out at the helm.
0: Right? That's the that's a bad part about pro sports versus amateur sports is that like it is purely a business when you get to that high of a level. I mean, if you're you are putting a product on the ice and the players are the product, and if the players hurt, you want to get them back on the ice as soon as possible. Oh no doubt, And especially if your role is to beat the crap out of people, like. Yeah.
1: If that's why Bugard was loved by many for the simple fact that he'd show up, he'd rally the team by beating the crap out of people, just ruining lives, right? But, you know, like, I hate to pull a softy move, but at what cost? I'm all for a good Tilly. Like, I love one, but...
2: I don't want people dying.
1: Yeah, like, so far, the only, like, career fighter I've seen... Who's made it out alive and successful is George Laroque. Yeah. Like, who's actually made a name for himself after he's done hockey. Like, he's the arch nemesis Green Party for me. But, like, he is doing things with his life, unlike a lot of people who just spiral into, like, dementia and other things yeah. like that. Maybe just because George LeBrock was huge. Yeah. But still, like,
2: at what cost? So maybe, I don't know. I don't know if he'll see something like that from the CFL players like Calvillo, but
0: I didn't realize he was so old.
1: I don't think the CFL's got the coin to make out a big settlement
0: like that. can't even pay players.
1: Mm.
0: I think it comes part of the. You want to be a pro athlete. It's part of the the risk-reward you kind of take. Yeah, that's very true.
1: Uh, That's, like, with Bugard's career, he got snipped from junior A his first year trying out for them. Yeah. Like they took him on just because uh, when he was in midget, uh, he was on the ice when his team scored. And then he went on a rampage and beat five people, like knocked them out on the opposed, like went on the other team's bench and just ruined lives. Yeah. And then he gets picked up by a junior a team, snipped, picked up by them again, starts winning more fights, picked up by a dub team, snipped, picked up by Prince George, starts ruining more lives. Yeah. And then he gets picked up in the shell, Right. And, you know, getting punched in the face every second night, like, yeah. ruthlessly—that's definitely not good for you. Wonder who's
2: going to replace Calvillo? Could it be Amer- Se- Segway, America's Savior, the Chosen One, Timothy Tebow? <laughs> Pray for Tebow. Hashtag Tebow. Cut by the New England Patriots. I Tebowed on grad stage. Yeah. What a guy.
1: Now where are you, Tebow?
2: I can't believe he got caught by it. Like, he is just going on a downhill spiral. Well, he was playing with the Patriots, so, I mean. You're behind Brady, I mean, you don't know. Yeah. There was that question mark when Brady went down in preseason, though, and everyone's like, Tebow, Tebow.
1: Poor old Tebow. He'd be unreal
2: in the CFL. I think that league is built for someone like him.
1: Well, he is a previous Heisman winner, right? yeah. yeah. You, oh. Like Hensel said before the podcast, like you're not bad at football if you've won a Heisman. Yeah. Maybe you're just not NFL caliber, but you're not bad if you've oh, won we a you just can't, can't throw like, the football. Can't
0: throw that the level. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was
1: about to say, if you can't throw a football, you can't be a goddamn quarterback. Well, but.
0: Play,
2: the, play the kid at like, running back or tight end or yeah, something the like Jets that. had him at tight
0: end for a bit. Yeah. Actually. I mean, when you win a Heisman at quarterback, why are you being played at tight end? Yeah.
1: But at the, at, at the CFL, he might be able to make that like make that adjustment, right? Because let's be real here. The CFL is nowhere close to the NFL. Like, there's players who make the jump, obviously. But it, if you put a CFL team against an NFL team,
2: close.
1: like, you put the Browns against the Alouettes, the Browns are taking it. Yeah. Maybe even with the practice squad, they're taking it.
2: Like, you see a lot of good NFL talent come out of the CFL.
1: Oh, yeah. But well, that's because like, they've started in the CFL, and they've, like... You see make, a lot of... They've been playing years, they know what competition's all about, and they're ready for the next step.
2: And you see a lot of NFL talent come to the CFL after they've gotten a good drug bust on them.
1: Yeah. What's his name? Yeah, Ricky uh, Williams. Williams. That's it. Remember <laughs> when uh, Dave Dickinson from the Lions tried to make the jump down in the NFL? Yeah. I can't name... Practice squad for one year, and then he gets released. I
2: can't remember many players that have made the
0: jump Cam Wake made the jump from uh-huh. BC to Miami. I think it's a lot easier for a defensive player. Yeah, the defense is fairly similar to the NFL. You just yeah. got to get
1: huge though as a defensive player. Like you got to be beast mode That'd for be that. That'd
2: be tough to go from a quarterback in the CFL to a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely
0: different playbook different.
2: Next thing you system. know you got an extra down but the field's 10 yards. I'm you no know, f- I'm no shorter. football analysis, but I mean like
1: linebacker just seems like you got to be Big and if you yeah. can stack up to the big people in the NFL That's all you need to do. Why not, eh?
2: Yeah.
1: Big boys. Big boys. Big boy. Uh Grayson Vickers big boy on the uh Peninsula Panthers. He he's, he's rocking a few kids last night in preseason.
2: Yeah. Why were him and Kyle playing last night just to see like how the other Youngsters looked with like some
0: actual defense? Kyle Richardson, yeah, well, for clarification's San- sake. Sanich, uh, the Braves ice most of their full roster. Yeah, and so I mean, there's the defense for the Panthers is looking pretty, pretty stacked. But I, I think. I mean, kind core. of a biased opinion, but I think it will be the best defense in the VIJHL this year.
1: Well, you got you know a lot, of, lot of returning players. You got yeah. Richardson, Vickers,
2: yeah. Uh,
0: Shervin. yeah, Strocel. And Ever came back. Evert came yeah, ever
1: Yeah, last he wasn't there last season because he went back to Norway. He was ripping it up. He wasn't he playing semi professional in Norway, something like that. He was playing for the yeah. Hamar we'll, Dragons. Yeah, we'll try and get him on the podcast so he can talk about that. Yeah. But what that'd be a nice one, a eh? nice little opening for the Nor- Norwegian
2: market. Yeah. Yeah. here
1: goes, budgies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but and yeah, he's yeah, he's big and he can move the puck. So Pete thinks he's going to be the best defenseman in the league. I can see it. Can maybe. you? Yeah? I, don't, I think he's got
1: to start uh, being a big body player. Yeah. Like, he's tall.
2: He plays like a European.
1: Yeah. If he can start throwing the body around, too, in combination with the heads-up plays he makes, yeah, he no doubt he'll be the best D-man in the B-I. Yeah. You
0: know, those are all technical things that you can work on as mm-hmm. well. We're all coachable things. Yeah, Passy is a good coach, and I'm sure he'll. That's see another that As, well. thing gonna be as long as you've
1: got the natural heads-up play, you can build strength, and you, and you can also build on playmaking. But if you've yeah. got the natural smarts to be making good plays, like, yeah, you're gonna be yeah. a, you're gonna you be in okay teach position. People
2: how to make decisions. You can teach them like how to play the puck well, or
1: and that's how Loison made the jump from Junior B to the Blazers. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Loison uh, played on the Pensacola Panthers last year. For all yeah. of you who do not know. And he just got picked up by the Kamloops Blazers, playing alongside my boy Sam Grist. Samuel Grist. Shout
2: apparently, out to Gristo, yeah. Uh, apparently, uh Loyson walked into the locker room on the first day, scared shitless. Kid sixteen walking in on a dub locker
0: room, mm-hmm.
2: and right away Gristo stands up. He's like, "It's my friend Nathan." That's got to feel good. That's good. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty spooky, though. Like,
1: you know. Seven, he, seventeen or 16? sixteen. Sixteen. He's, Se- he's
2: not seventeen till the end of November. Damn,
1: sixteen years <laughs> old, walking into a room of just like big boys, yeah, like established hockey players too. Well, not necessarily established, but you know they've made the dub. They know what they're yeah. doing.
2: Yeah.
1: And have like have someone who's he's respected, like he's Sam, Sam. Yeah, a, Sam's been band. around the block a few yeah. times. Like to have someone like that say, "This is my friend Nathan."
2: Yeah,
1: that's good. But Sam's a great guy. Yeah. He's a great stand up guy, you know. He's,
2: yeah, they're gonna combine for a lot of big points this year.
1: I don't think I've seen Sam get like mad at anyone who well, around here anyways, I've seen him beat the crap out of people in the dub. Yeah.
2: But, my kid knows how to fight.
1: Oh he does. Yeah. I remember once uh it was it was my going away party in grade twelve when I was going fishing and uh Gristo was there, uh Jesperson was there.
2: Oh, and Jesperson and Gristow fought. Yeah,
1: Jesperson was just hammers. Yeah. Professional drinker and sailor, Ross Jesperson, <laughs> he's like, Gris, let's, let's fight. And Sam's like, I don't know, man. I don't really want to fight right now. And Jesperson's like, come on, we'll just go a couple rounds. Okay. Long story short, Jesperson starts to bleed.
2: Rest in <laughs> peace. Not actually. Though. No,
1: he's uh, he's driving across, the crowd across Canada with uh, my soon-to-be roommate, Nick Slater. Kind of the show. Mm-hmm. Front of the mm-hmm. show indeed.
0: Pencil's like, had a good track record of pumping out good players, you got a good all yeah. nine I starting mean, starting with Jamie Ben, of, of course. Always, the the Ben brothers, like Taylor Ellington, mm-hmm. got a good good background there. And I mean yeah. that's that's what like junior B level's all about is bringing players to the next level. And I mean look at teams like the Cougars, I mean that's great that they had success and won, but, but they're not pumping and that's you don't, the, you don't want you don't want in a year to see like five guys just graduating from the team. You want to see like, Oh Five yeah, guys moving on to junior A. Oh yeah, it's not aging up. And later. I think that maybe
1: that's why there's been a lot of people from uh, like Peninsula A teams, yeah, and oh, just like teams from Victoria, like A teams, midget A teams, coming into this like camp with Peninsula because those are the kids who may have gone overlooked earlier, didn't play major midget or anything like that, and just yeah. came straight from midget A to junior B, and then that's on to their better things. If you're
0: good, they give you a chance. Mm-hmm. If you look at Loyson, I mean, he was gassed by a, midget, a major midget team. and went straight from midget A to Panthers and then got cut. He got, so he got cut by
2: major midget, cut so, by junior B. I, it still place. baffles me.
1: That ga- I think that was the last year I reffed.
2: Yeah.
1: And it still baffles me they gassed him from that team. Because yeah. when I saw him in tryouts, I ref tryouts that year. Yeah. He was looking. He was dangling kids left, right, and center. And the only downfall I thought he had that year was because he was 14 years old, and he like didn't have a ton of upper body strength like a second or third year.
2: Well, then, he, and then he goes, you know, goes through a year, finally makes the Panthers. and He scores gets 20, a little, 20, 25 points in 22 games. In midget A,
1: he absolutely ripped it up.
2: Yeah,
1: and he was ha- he was having fun out there too. Like yeah. I'd be refing, you know, kept. Very rarely I got my serious face on, even when I did ref. And he'd be out there just joking around with me, tossing pucks at me. You yeah. know, like he was having fun, which was, and scoring goals, which I think led him to, you know,
2: I think that kind of well, established he always, himself. He'd he always liked him. Oh, no doubt. So, especially because
0: he's a peninsula product. So, I mean, overlooked because of his size for most, like, but I mean, he was he's still 16, still got a full body to grow into. But his yeah. like, size is one of the, uh, well, he's been getting consistently bigger too. Like he used to be yeah. skin and bones, so he's yeah. starting to
1: put weight on now. He's still not like a huge, jack ripped, you know Arnold Schwarzenegger out there, but he is getting bigger and bigger. And come maybe yeah. two years down the road, if he
0: really grows in size, yeah. He, the biggest thing is he plays big too. Like I think size is the most overrated thing you look at from like a scouting perspective. Because if you're if you're five foot six and you play like you're six foot four, I'd rather have you. You can't uh, teach size. Four. No, you can't teach size. But if you play a game, um, and and you're five six, and you play like a big man's game, yeah, that's just as effective as being a big man, and you have the speed as well since you're a smaller guy. He, I, uh, when
1: he used to play uh, midget A, he would shy away from corners a lot because there'd be big, massive third years ripping in there. Yeah, and uh, but now I think since he's gotten the confidence and like. Yeah, he has gotten the confidence that he can play at a bigger, better level. Like he's back in there, you know.
2: Well, I mean, it's probably an overused example, but Marty St. Louis, he's five foot ten. Yeah, and he won the Art Ross last year.
1: Yeah, he's uh, I think he's going nowhere but up so far.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. He's got a future ahead of him. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, Spencer Love Rock, he'll, he'll be returning to the Panthers. Does that sound right? Sound right?
0: Uh, I think he's taking a seminar. Is he? Yeah. But really? Because, a uh, chance.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, someone told me, this is all rumor mill, so Love Rock, if you're listening, sorry if I'm pumping out wrong information. Um, rumor mill had it that he got snipped from them, but I don't know. Where... I know
2: he was out there earlier. Yeah. And he's back Because he left there. for
1: camp, uh, a couple weeks ago, didn't he? Yeah
2: but we'll see because like they've taken him they had a, he was there last year
0: right now the, this camp's going on right now as well so i, I mean like where your spot is right now does not mean anything. Oh no doubt. Come mid season. Like I'm sure lots of players won't be playing junior B. Won't play so junior by, yeah, the, by opening day on the sixth,
1: will there be like a pretty solid idea of what the squad's looking like, minus a few people who get maybe cut from junior A halfway through the season, or some people get picked up from a team like midget A or Major Midget or something like that. Will the team be pretty much in place by opening day?
0: Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I think I think Pete and uh pass you have their they got a really good idea of what they want. their ideas and their vision of what they te- what they want the team to be And it helps that they have so many returning players cause yeah they have the same line set from last year you, got, you don't have to change the whole system to get a whole bunch of new players yeah the players have to change the way they play to fit to the system but
1: that can be a problem if you get a bunch of new guys who haven't learned like, team systems team plays and whatnot that can really yeah. mess up chemistry yeah
0: I mean else. that's that falls on the on the 20 bombs like like uh, vickers and, and scarett to uh, lead the team, to lead, so to yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. I of... think this is
2: probably like what the whole plan was. Because last year they had, what, 16, 17 rookies come on to the team who'd never played junior B before. Sounds about right, I yeah, think. Yeah. Like last year kind of accepted as a rebuild year. I and that's what should... happened. If you take that many rookies on, you expect, okay, we're taking on all these rookies, probably a lot of them are going to be back. So they get a year, coach switches up partway through the year, and now it's going to be different You know, beginning yeah. to the end with pass more and A lot of people have worked with Passmore in the offseason.
1: The Panthers received a lot of flack last year. Even at some points from us, we kind of questioned, like, was this a necessary rebuild? But if you look at the squad now, it's a built-up team from last year. There's some good new kids coming in. There's uh, Tendy's trying out, well, Mike Hallett's trying out. He's a Peninsula product. Uh, Will Finley's brother, I believe he's also trying out. He's, uh, he was a good goaltender from Whistler A, I believe. Does that sound right? Yeah. And, uh, that guy from Smithers, whose name we still don't know. So, sorry, bud. <laughs> <Ashton>. Forty-one. <laughs> yeah, number 41 in a gray sweater.
2: Nice job, Smithers kid. Front of the show.
1: We'll call him Smithers from now, even if we learn his real names. He's just going to be
2: Smithers. They got him, but then they got that keen kid from... Does that make
1: the coach, Mr. Burns? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Way to go, me. Way to go, me. So fun. So, yeah. Good problem to have, though. I mean, you got four, five goalies that could all play junior Bs. Oh, yeah. It's like Team Canada's problem right now. You got three unreal goalies. You need to pick which one you want. That's a segue. Get I've right got
2: now. my goalie set in my mind. And I'm not changing it. For Team Canada? Yeah. Who you got? Roberto Longo starting. Mike Smith behind him. Price, number three. Smitty, eh? Yeah. Somebody
1: behind him. Yeah. Smitty's a dark horse, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I think really if like it him. all boils down to his first half here in the show.
2: I think the biggest question on the entire team is who plays left wing with Crosby. On the second of October... Yeah. I, think, I think up a match there. I don't know. Maybe you get some a big-bodied person on the front line, you know, uh, Because people are saying, like, sure, you got a lot of skilled players, but, like, should someone like Lucci be making the team over someone like Taylor Hall? What
1: if you had Rick Nash along with Crosby there?
2: I was reading this thing the other day about the team should be set right now, and it has no matter of how good they play in the NHL. Because some players can play unreal in the NHL, and then they hit European ice and they can't play hockey. And, like, the biggest example has to be Brett Hall. Oh yeah, because he was great in the show, and he couldn't play on European ice.
1: Well, there's 13 people who have uh, who were with uh, uh, Team Canada in the 2010 games. There are let's see, count them, one, two, three. There's four players, uh, including Roberto Luongo, who were in 2006 Turin, which, as we all know, is a pretty ter- pretty bad that was a flaw. Yeah. Bertuzzi, Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi was my favorite player going into that, and he just definitely screwed
2: the page.
0: I saw TSN's list, and they put Kunitz with Crosby for a yeah. sign because they won the chemistry, but I just think that's bogus. Mm. I don't think Crosby's Cunitz. the best player in the world. I mean, even he should be able to play again. Like, put me there, and I can get a point if he bangs it off my ass. Yeah, so Crosby play. Put anyone with Crosby. Crosby's the best player in the world. That oh yeah, make them even better. So imagine yeah. if a guy like Kunitz can tear it up. Imagine a guy like Nash. I like actually, the. I like scored. the idea of. Uh,
2: putting the St. Louis Blues top defense pairing is Canada's second or third pairing. Well that'd keep
1: the chemistry going if you get team
2: players who Bo play Meester, with each other. Bo Meester and Petrangelo? Yeah. They'd be good.
1: Uh hopefully uh Mark or sorry Eric Stahl's uh, leg is uh a little better after Yeah. They say uh,
2: Mark might make the team. Really? Yeah if his eye gets better after the whole puck to the eye incident thing.
1: Oh that's good. And Jordan's trying out too so yeah. PK Subam? What do you think about him?
2: I think that's a big question mark, is do you put P.K. on the team?
0: P.K. is a loose cannon. Do
2: you take P.K.
0: or do you take Brent Seabrook? I, I think you take Seabrook. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's proven more. I mean, Subban did win a questionable Norris Trophy. I still think Suter should have gotten the Norris Trophy. But, I mean, St. Louis got the Arsh- Arsh- Astros Trophy, and he's on the bubble, outside the bubble, looking in right now.
2: I think St. Louis makes the team just because of the veteran presence.
1: P.K. is yeah. high energy because he... You know him, he's loudmouth, you know, he gets in people's faces. Maybe that's what Tim Kennedy's, but maybe that's also what they don't need. They don't yeah. need that attention that PK, you know, strives on. It's, yeah. sometimes it's negative. Like there's it PK gets a things. lot of flack for the crap people. You're Eagles.
0: playing against teams like Sweden and Finland that aren't like that. Like they don't care if you get if they get in their face. But you, won't, you, right. won't you won't get under Henrik Danielson's skin. You won't get under Slott. Well,
1: game. I don't know. when Tim when Thomas people- laid that massive hit on the on What's it? Was it Henrik? It yeah. Was Hendrick, yeah. yeah, when he laid that huge hit on Henrik, that definitely like, yeah, I think to me that was the turning point of the 2011 Quite Stanley awesome. Cup Final.
0: Yeah,
1: it was that that embodied how that series went. Yeah. Just bigger, stronger.
2: Even the goalies. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, God damn you, Tim Thomas. I hate you, but I like you as a goalie. Speaking cool. of him,
0: Tim Thomas. His agent just got hired to be the assistant general Columbus. Really? He's agentless and unemployed right now. Yeah. And <laughs> boy, welcome Tim. To all, <laughs> welcome
1: to my life, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's last team was uh, the Islanders. Yeah. Does that sound right?
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, man,
2: that was smart move by Snow. I always talk about that. He's,
1: he's not that even was. on the uh, like Islanders free agent list right now. No, no. no. He's, like he's. He's nowhere, well, because, nowhere
2: to be found. Well, because he got traded. He was in. Bo- he was part of. Well, Boston, wait, who did he right? get traded to? So we had Boston, the right? Yeah, but
1: oh, I thought you meant after the Islanders. No, no. So
2: we got traded to the Islanders, but okay. because he never reported to camp, they didn't have never, to pay him or anything. But it counted against the cap.
1: But the Islanders were so far under the yeah. cap, it was stupid. They're under, well, was the, the, they're under the floor. They're under the yeah. floor,
2: so they picked up Thomas to bring up an extra four and a half million that they never had to pay genius. Garcin is a smart guy. I love the Islanders. Like, they're putting together, like, they're coming together at the right time. They've got good young players. they got the new rank coming in Brooklyn. Do you think they changed colors and names? No, they said they're not changing the colors. Really? Yeah.
1: God, they have a great center, though. Like, look at this place. I'll do a little jiffying, like... Park it looks time. like a European yeah. soccer place, yeah. like...
2: What's for the next place?
1: I don't, hopefully that can get them some fans because going in is like sitting at a uh, sitting at a salmon king's
2: game. Well, did you see them? Salmon kings don't did you even see them assist. against Pittsburgh last year. Oh, in the playoffs, uh, they went uh, six against the Penguins, and when they were in New York, that building got loud.
1: It's also the worst arena in the whole That's true. thing. Hasn't been. I'm pretty sure they haven't had a uh, janitor since '83. <laughs>
2: DiPietro's the janitor. I believe.
1: What the hell happened? Did DP what? Where? Oh yeah, he's in the A now, yeah, isn't he? Richport Yeah, yeah. I think he's uh, he's in the now, though. Yeah. I think he might be heading yeah. Edmonton. He had a terrible year in the A too.
2: DiPietro, yeah. Tim Thomas, and Briscoe. Oh.
0: Briscoe wasn't even on the Russian orientation camp <laughs> roster. Yeah, yeah. Well, Some no-name guys from the K over Briscoe. I would take the K players. Uh, if you're big, if the, big, you're a Russian
2: GM, the big oh yeah the big advantage of the K is they break two weeks before the uh, Olympics even start. Well,
1: they definitely planned that. Like they they, oh, yeah. they did that on purpose, oh, for like sure. just to get an advantage over the yeah. NHL.
0: But does that work? Well, that, I don't know if uh, that'll uh, be such Kobe a big. Ad- Chuck
2: puts up five goals a game, and yeah. know, these guys are like prime
0: athletes in the best shape, like better shape than ninety-nine percent of the world. So, yeah, I mean, if you go take you know, a week off of the Olympics, I'll be back, ready to go. Yeah, like, If you're playing for a gold medal, you're not going to let a sore leg. This may or may not
1: relate to it, but when I used to swim before nationals, we used to, uh, like, our training regime for nationals would start two months before. The, month, the second month before would be nothing but 7K intense workouts, like chundying, five days a week sort of thing. Like you're just having the worst time of your life. Do so people ever chundy in the pool? I've seen people chundie in the pool. What before. happens in
2: that situation?
1: Uh, get a net and scoop it up and keep going is All what right. is what our routine was. It was gross. It's
2: like sometimes,
1: sometimes, sometimes led to more again. people chundying in the pool. Um, and then the, as soon as the month before started, it was more like 20 days, but you get my drift. Yeah. As soon as that started, they're dipped down to 5k, Next week, dip down to 4K.
2: Yeah.
1: Next week, dip down to 2K. And then the week beforehand was all just technical stuff. Yeah. Like, 1K workouts, nothing but little things. So, if I think the K is kind of going for that approach with more time off. Yeah. Intense week and then a week to rebuild, recover, and be ready. And the NHL, well, they've got, uh, you know, they've got their one week of power housing i guess and then yeah. just right to it ain't nothing to it gangsta rap gary bettman made me do it
2: the bitman did yeah i don't know it's gonna be a weird olympics
1: we'll see what happens
2: i think any of like six teams could win gold
1: how many people got arrested <laughs> we'll
2: have an arrest count
1: yeah that'll be a thing for the podcast it's gonna be Kessel. Kessel gets arrested? Kessel
2: and Kane go I, on a bender.
1: I, oh, I can you, see it.
2: See that picture that Biz tweeted the other day of that guy on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. Like, no. Look, look just like Phil Kessel. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: hey, easy there. Hey, oh, like Phil Kessel. Through crowd rings. A <laughs> Phil's a Jets fan. <laughs> well, Kessel was a big boy at one point. He is a big boy. Like, well, he was a bigger
0: boy. He's like 210. Yeah. I like deceivingly big. Damn. <laughs> I Castle, not <guess> <laughs> so entertaining. It's not even funny. Kyle Wellwood.
1: Whatever happened to I That used to be uh, Wade Johnson's Twitter well handle, Wellwood's Gut.
2: Wellwood's Gut. Yeah, Wellwood was funny.
1: Wellwood on the back check, too. That was it for a little bit. Speaking of beasts, another greasy segue. You got a new car.
2: Yeah, I bought it today.
1: One of those Indi- <laughs> is it one of those Indian cars with a 250cc engine it's a 2001 ding, 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 ding. it's a 2001 Acura was it Hensel's old Geo <laughs> no, I think it's legendary yeah. is that thing still alive or no, did you take God, it to the no,
0: wreckers no no. I didn't get any money out of it my mom's a, a firefighter actually and uh, they occasionally practice on burning cars oh no <laughs> so I, just, I came <laughs> home one day and my car wasn't there and, uh, I was like where's my car and she's like, oh we lived on fire during fire practice last night like, oh, so you're like, are you seeing a dime out of this? No. Fair enough, I guess. My rent's cheap anyway, so. Was that the one that, this
2: is maybe just stories I heard, but was this the one you opened, like, the car door up onto a mailbox or something?
0: Oh, I had door baseball. Yeah. In back in my, uh, high school. <laughs> Rebellious days.
1: <laughs> Us beasts as well, uh. Jordan, then, I was was working uh, working produce. i coming down to the last shift, so I'm having fun, having a, having a gay old time. And uh, there's some wrapping around some boxes of peaches. Things got scary. It was boring. I was working with duds. Sorry if you're listening, duds. I was working with, but you're duds. <laughs> Sam. So, I, yeah, I was treating Sam ruthlessly yesterday, but you know what? He deserves it. Yeah. I made him clean the walls. <laughs> I put this wrap on my head, and then you and the, I didn't even plan to see you guys. You just no. roll in. I got this mesh on my head. I'm walking around produce like a ghost. Doing that for three hours. Just yelling at people when they wanted something. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: do you want
1: to hear? Everything's moldy. <laughs> Classic
0: spooky produce.
1: I can't wait until Halloween. The spooky broadcast, Pete! Don't oh, stop diving this over there!
2: <laughs> the entire one like the day! by Clay
1: Johnson Fifty minutes into the podcast and uh but Jackson it's... Scary is not here.
0: Oh yeah, Jackson Jackson's not coming. He's gotta get new skates, apparently. He broke them.
2: He's also he's also gotta go uh
0: Makes a couple of new CDs to give to Hansel. Yeah, pick up a fresh pair of hands from Kirby's. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe hey, it's on. his volume show up.
1: Maybe try. And yeah, if if you don't if you say you're coming you don't come. Maybe he's gonna try and
2: trade his gut in for.
1: <laughs> Wellwood's. Yeah, it's on the phone with him. Yeah, you got you
2: trading guts today, or that'd be downsizing because. I'll put some weight on fishing.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, you, sometimes you can become big boy fishing.
2: Jackson, what's for dinner tonight? Blubber again. I can't Jack. believe we caught a whale. Guys. Jackson, you still got Moby Dick in the freezer? <laughs> Imagine if Jackson was a
1: whaler. A whaler. harpoons. <laughs> I don't
0: know if I'd respect him as well. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be a fan. Funny, funny, so Jackson actually never went fishing before he went on this fishing. He's really? He's a commercial fisherman, and he's never been fishing. The only boat he's ever been on is a BC ferry. So okay. since you're not here, Jacko, I'll have to speak for you. Okay. Uh, All right. Jackson's saying he went out there with uh Ben Meek and a of guy from the Panthers. And uh I think Meeker's out there for, like three months before, so he already got his sea legs under him. Yep. But uh, Jacko said he is puked three days straight. So he just wasn't feeling it. Wow. And uh no, he said it was a good experience though, he earned something like seven thousand bucks, so good he's said. paying for his school, so I mean What kind of uh, fishing rig was he on? i was going to ask, ask Jack
1: for that
2: one. Oh, okay. Was, hey, Jackson, we're kind of fishing right where you want Oh, wait, he's not here. Yeah.
1: Shouts out to Jackson. <laughs> this podcast is now called The Ghost of Jackson Scarrett.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, boy, Jackson. Ooh. Spooky Jackson. <laughs> podcast got big league by Jackson Scarrett. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like Dane that one time. <laughs> Dane, you want to come on the podcast? Yeah, sure. Says three words. That was a good one. <laughs> Old Daner Where's he nowadays? He, he's in Vernon, isn't he? No, that's Josh. Cowichan. He's in Cowichan now. Still in. Cowichan. Don't even know what teams my friends play on. God, now. Yeah, Josh is in Vernon. I heard about that just the other day. Yeah, he's been around the block a few times. Yeah. Uh,
0: Nanaimo, well,
1: Victoria, Nanaimo, PG, yeah. Powell River.
0: Another Penciled Panther product, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Pump the Panther tires a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> We didn't
0: talk about the Panthers for 30 minutes. No, no sorry.
2: Who are the Panthers?
1: I don't know. I just don't even know anymore. Well, uh, we don't even have an old school video this week. We just talked about things.
0: I'll Let's give a quick right out. birthday shout here to Justin Isaac. Oh, yeah. Justy's birthday 23 The Jizzy, biz, Jizzy Bug oh, He's 23 20, Yeah he's a fossil Old, old
1: man <laughs> Old man Justin Isaac Old man Dulzy oh. uh, No 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 Panther product there yeah. <laughs> yeah. When uh He should be pulling a uh, A Benjamin Button Like uh Grant Fulmore
0: Grant Fulmore <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Grant Fulmore as well. <laughs> no, no subject.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know. Alright, well, uh, I think that does it. We're, we're going home. I think we're going home. Uh, thanks again, Jordan. For oh, no, coming on and the you, know, you know, spelling spelling the beans. Um, make sure to check out on it.com. Check the click the link in our description. Uh, we got a nice special right now on some big old kettlebells that look like monkeys. Yeah, it's cool. You um,
0: get Thirty those. reps a day, you'll have the Jackson Scary body in no time. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, get some. Their, T plus is on sale. Get some nice testosterone in you. Be like Lance, except legally. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if new mood, make you happy. You know, all that, all that crap, supplements and weights and all that stuff. Um, yeah, check them out on dot com
2: slash. It was a clean hit. And don't forget to uh, listen to Panthers broadcasts. Every Friday night. On the 6th. We'll, we'll have the podcast out by the 6th, won't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Okay. So, uh, yeah, make sure you listen on the 6th. And Panthers home opener Friday yeah. against uh, Cary Park. Yeah, should be there. Friend of the show, Leighton Williams, maybe in net.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Playing for KP. Yeah. He's still a friend of the show, though. Traitor. Back. Uh, yeah, totally he's, a he's a good, good kid. kid. Never seen him without a smile on his face. Okay. That does about that, 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 that just about does it. Uh, thanks again for listening, and we'll uh, see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: We're going home.